Shut up and sit down. What's up, everybody? And not just welcome, but welcome back to Third Shift. This is episode 20. I'm your host, Matt. With me, as always, is Eric. Eric, how was this long Thanksgiving break for you, man? It was spectacular. I had turkey, and then I had some turkey, and then I had some turkey, and then I had mm. some ham, and then I had Ooh. some turkey. Yes. So, <laughs> it was amazing. Uh, tons of family and friends. Played a bunch of video games, all sorts of games. I won't mm-hmm. list them all, but a whole bunch, including Battleborn, including Borderlands. We had the whole nine going, and uh, got a Thanksgiving story, you know, that I, I'll go ahead and share with everybody. Okay. Thanksgiving Day, I'm over at my cousin's house, and it's the wife's side, and she's got her grandma <laughs> and grandpa's there, and her dad, uh, and whatnot, all the, all the peeps. Oh, yeah. Turkey's out, ham's out, all the fixings laid out, and I'm walking into the kitchen, and uh, her grandma's there, and she's looking at me kind of funny, <laughs> and she's like turning her head, and I hear her say something to uh, to Amanda, and <laughs> she goes, she's like, is that is that such and such as cousin or brother? And of course, you know, Amanda turns and goes, uh, no, that's that's Eric, that's my husband. She goes. Oh, he's gotten really fat. <laughs> uh, so, you know, back in the day, I was a thinner man, and you know, we all were Eric. worked out quite a bit. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. Years go by, and the kids and everything, and my dad bod has been growing and growing. So it was, it was amazing and funny on one side of it, but the other side of it was, oh, I'm super fat and terrible. And I'm uh, supposed to fill my plate with all this gorgeous ham and turkey <laughs> and eat more. <laughs> and you know what I did? I ate you more. Did that. I ate all the turkey and ham. Of course. <laughs> I'll show you. You don't oh, yeah. call me fat. <laughs> I'll give you fat. <laughs> uh, no, but it was a good time. I had a lot of fun. You know, did the did the usual rest, relaxation, mm-hmm. and work because. You know, our job never stops, unfortunately. Yeah. Why Why would we get a bunch of days off now? No, we, that's impossible. Come in the day after and work because that's cool. Yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. And I'm sure a lot of you out there have to do the same, so, you know, shouldn't whine. But, hey, I'm going to do it anyway. Exactly. What about you, man? How was your week? Well, two weeks. They were actually super packed. I mean, it started off, I went to uh, another play out in the small community theater Back where I saw Pulp, saw a play called The Nerd. It was funny. It was hilarious. It's kind of like a preview show. So afterwards, the director was like, "Oh, what'd you guys like? What'd you guys not like? Give me some, give me some pointers on how the show works and how to, you know, interact with the actors." So that was pretty cool. Let's see. Uh, took basically a week off of Battleborn and buzzed through a bunch of games in the backlog. Adventure game called Alone with You. I finally played Beyond Two Souls, blitzed through that and beat it, had a great time. I love the David Cage game, so that was just another, just ace in the hole from him. And then, obviously, Thanksgiving, gorged myself on turkey stuffing, potatoes. Mom makes a giant, awesome spread, and I ate it all. I still have leftovers for, like, eight more days in the fridge. You need to throw those away. Uh, No, I don't. I need to eat them. No. Because they're delicious. You're going to die of food poisoning. 
you know, Eric, we live in the 21st century. We have things that make things cold and keep them from rotting. No. They're called refrigerators. You put food in the refrigerator and it stays good for a while. Well, if anybody would like to be my sidekick here on the podcast, that'd be great because my buddy Matt here is probably going to die of food poisoning because he's going to keep continuing to eat this food that's over a week old now. <laughs> well, see, it keeps it cold and then you heat it up even hotter so it's like lava on your plate okay. and then it kills everything. Y'all. All see? right, all right, see? all right. I got you. I got you. And then to cap off Thanksgiving week, I went out to Grand Rapids and saw Charlie Tuna, who is probably my favorite solo rapper of all time. Great, awesome concert. I was there front row, just hanging over the railing, singing along to every song. And it got beautifully sick and horrible. That's why I sound disgusting. But it was like the best time. It was amazing. So overall, a spectacular break. I enjoyed every minute of it. Awesome. Sounds like we both had a friggin' blast. Oh, yeah. And nobody called me fat either, because I went to my mom's house, and she sees me all the time. (laughs) Dang it. But in addition to all that madness, we also managed to do two Talented Tuesdays during our time off. First up was DeAndy. I thought we all had some fun with that one. Then second up was Toby. And that one, I kind of ran out of ideas, but I I was able to scrounge (laughs) one up. No, man, you failed. No, I'm just kidding. No, I didn't fail. <laughs> oh, I'm messing with you. <laughs> yeah. When you were talking about Toby, I was like, oh, what penguins? Oh, what do penguins do? Oh, there was the Morgan Freeman movie. And I was like, oh, that's, that's perfect. That's, that's nice and easy. All I have to do is draw Toby and have mm-hmm. him yell at the camera. That's yeah, it. Yeah, well, as usual, that was the goal, to not involve oh, yeah. his, the giant side thing. That, no, uh, uh-uh. Mm, I'm not drawing Berg for nothing. It's beyond our sk- uh, skill level, sorry. <laughs> yes, your Berg's closet was perfect. <laughs> yes, it was amazing. <laughs> uh, of course, you know, Danny's was the coolest looking, mm-hmm. as it almost always is. Gosh. Yeah. Every time I see it, I go, oh, I should have just, oh, well. <laughs> uh, I, I guess I should have really, like, tried uh, I wanted to go to sleep. Uh, I wanted to go read a book. Uh, uh. Mm-hmm. But it was uh, hers was awesome. I liked mm-hmm. all of ours. You know, yeah. as always, pat on the back, fantastic yep, that's job. Right. Especially for our Deandy ones. Oh, yeah. I, I really enjoyed yours. Mine. Every time I see Deandy, I'm like, you know, she's this thin thing, and then she's got this giant like giant bow and all this other stuff. Mm-hmm. And I always tell myself she'd be knocking lamps off the table. So, boom, there she was. There she's you doing did it. it. That's right. And plus, it you know maybe it gives Gearbox an idea. Maybe they'll finally get her an outfit that isn't the huge, weird, bulky, uh, mm. you know, skirt getup she's got going. I was gonna say, how can you be a slinky spy? Oh, I'm gonna go sneak around. I mean, sure she can go invisible, but she'll be brushing up against everything and everything, setting off proximity alarms with that giant bow and that flappy dress. Yeah, that's what you'd assume. Except for she was trained by a spy versus spy, and as you see, mm. they can make themselves disappear behind lampposts. So. That's true. Yeah, you should have done that. You should have had white spy, <laughs> black spy, and then DeAndy sticking the out the bottom. Out. <laughs> that that would have been, been awesome. That would have been awesome. Oh my gosh! Oh, I'll have to redo that drawing. You know, just there you go. Add that in, and then it would have been <laughs> great too. Because then I could have skipped out on drawing that whole stupid dress. Uh huh. It was just like DeAndy and her. Well, shoulders. it ain't stupid. Yeah. She actually looks amazing. But boom. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh that would have been epic. So to cap off that fun, we're going to segue into Isaac, and you're going to draw a super complicated robot, or you're just going to draw his head peeking out from behind like a trash can or something. Yeah, because that's where he belongs as well. <laughs> In the trash can. It's going to be Benedict Part 2. It's going to be a second trash can. 
<laughs> with Isaac's broken robot body sticking out of it. You you won't even have that. You'll just have a trash can and then like some wise ass Isaac speech bubble. Oh, that's even better. Oh, why'd you put me in the trash can? You remember, remember, remember that? Boom, there you go. The best part is I can recycle my drawing. I'll just go pull it out of the old drawer and just add exactly a trash it. can. <laughs> Whip, bam, bang, boom, I'm done. <laughs> 15 seconds. Oh, oh, I do have one cool. good idea for it. That's pretty much why I picked him. I was like, who do I have any ideas for? Oh, maybe Isaac? Okay, uh, we'll, I guess we'll do Isaac. Nah. Hey, it should we'll work see. out. I was going to yeah. say, I look forward to all of ours as I always do. Yeah. Danny will have some crazy complicated machinery drawing. He'll look all shiny and stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then we'll yeah. put us to shame as always. It'll be great. Yes, as always. But yeah. she's the reason people probably actually look at our stuff in the first place. So No, that's me. That's me. Okay. It's me. All right. Sorry about that. Because, man. All right. We'll go with that. That's right. Sheesh. So, definitely look forward to that. Isaac's the next one. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure we're all going to come up with something fantastic. And oh, yes. Speaking of fantastic, Matt, we got ourselves some shift codes for oh. Golden Keys and Borderlands, the pre sequel, and Borderlands 2. That's right. So, as you guys all know, we'll have those in the show notes below and or in any of the websites in which those things are posted. You can find them. So, now what's going on this week in Gearbox, Eric? This week at Gearbox. Not too much, Matt. What is mm-hmm. going on? I would say nothing. Nothing, nothing, nothing. Because it's been Turkey Day and all the other wonderful festivities. It's been pretty darn slow yes. at Gearbox. Mm-hmm. Uh, we found out that they did a mini battle plan last week, didn't we? Yes, we did find that out. So in that little mini battle plan that they snuck in over the Turkey Day weekend, mm-hmm. they had uh, Kid Ultra Hot Fix, huh? Yes, they did. And you actually noticed one of them. When we played the other night. I absolutely noticed it, because yeah. it was just... They increased the acceleration of the hover mode when he's in his alt, and I noticed that right off the bat, because as soon as I was like, oh, here, I'm going to help out Eric, and I went hover mode, and I just shot across the map. That heal bubble was the biggest I've ever seen it. It's like, whoa, that is definitely changed. Mm-hmm. And like you said, they kind of snuck this like mini hot fix battle plan out. I don't think they even tweeted out about it. I think maybe it was just on the forums. So, yeah, that was definitely a surprise to me, but it was I thought it was needed on one hand, but at the same time, I almost feel like it's a little too fast right now because when you start out, his bubble is huge, and then as you get going, it's even bigger, like it's enormous. And I know you've had problems with his ult. I know our buddy Sean Hegarty, 10K Beers on Twitter, has had problems with the ult too, but I think if they found like kind of like a mid-ground here, because it starts off like really usable, like you could just pop into your ult and then pop it, and have a great healing range right now. I don't want to be one of those guys who's like, oh, I would like it better in vanilla, blah, 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 blah. But it seems a little too good right now to me. But I like using it to zoom around the battlefield and get to where I need to go in a hurry, too. So it's, I don't know, it's fun. I like it. I'm the complete opposite. I think the way they have it now is amazing. It's what it should have been. The whole idea behind the all was that he gets in there and he heals his teammates who are in trouble. Before, you're like, oh, let me start off at... Two miles per hour. And then mm. after 15 yards, I'll go to five miles an hour. I'm like, okay, well, I'll be at the battlefield in 15 minutes when you're all dead. And then I'll collision, have a collision problem with a rock. And then my whole heel bubble will go away anyway. <laughs> so it won't matter. You'll still have that problem, Eric. I, yeah. Oh, I know. Yeah. But at least half of it's resolved. At least now I'll be at the battlefield in a couple seconds. So I'm oh, I'm man. actually really stoked about it. And you know, I, I, lo- I love Kid Ultra, so I can't yeah, wait yeah. to get on. 
and actually play with them because I've been mm-hmm. unfortunately being a bunch of other characters lately. Gosh, you love Kelvin. Shut up, man. Oh my gosh, what a mistake <laughs> that was. <laughs> that was the worst playthrough we've ever had. It was terrible. <laughs> Plus, we're trying to go for the max ops points and everything. Yeah, that was that was the worst idea. That was a terrible idea. We we definitely shouldn't have done that. But that's all right. We live. That's we okay. learn. We get better. Except that's a lie because I'm not going to get better with Kelvin unless somebody makes me. Of course, you know. You know, not only did they do that, but they also mm-hmm. nerfed him some as well, didn't they? Yeah, just a little bit. They went ahead and uh, made his bounce, which is one of the helixes he picks up, go mm-hmm. from three down to one. So if yeah. you're using the bolus snare nowadays and you pick up that uh, helix, it only does one bounce instead of three, which I agree needed to happen. But yeah. uh, it's still sad just because it was a it was just a lot of fun and basically you could just be Johnny throw your bowl anywhere and it didn't matter as long as there was an enemy somewhere you were hitting them. I definitely noticed that right off the bat when I was playing as him because I. I would do, you know, the panic mode backup run and then jump and, like, throw the bullet snare out. And it would bounce once and then careen off into a wall. And I was like, no, I'm supposed to get guaranteed hits on, like, everything here and just get out of dodge. And then the thrall swarmed over me and it was just disgusting. But I definitely agree with you that it was something that needed to happen, especially, you know, in, like, a PvP environment. You can't just fire off a skill and have it instantly hit all the time. So you got to at least be able to aim it pretty close to where you're going. Mm Mm-hmm. Which is fine. You got to have some sort of accuracy with it. Yeah. Otherwise, you're not going to be rewarded. Especially when you combine that with the stun he picks up at level, or he can pick up at level nine, you could just like free stun everybody all the time with the three bounce method. So with one, you got to be at least a little bit better. I'm honestly surprised that that thing's still intact. I mean, yeah, we too. talked about it a little bit last time, but uh, mm-hmm. I thought for sure that would be nerfed. Yeah. And I still stand by the fact that it probably does. Like I said, it's just not fair if you're going to get rid of everybody else's stuns, even though I like it and want to keep using it for myself. I just don't think yeah. it's fair. Yeah, especially since you can lower the cooldown on that so much. It's just like, boom, free stun, dun, 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 all the time. Mm-hmm. Plus, you can take the augment that anytime you use a skill, he reloads his rocket gauntlet. So, you, boom, you know, I'm shooting you, oh, I'm out of bullets, stun, now I'm full again, now I can hit you with nine more rockets. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's just it's just madness. And we saw it happen to us several times. It was oh yes, yes. it was banana lands. It's it's tough. It's tough to handle. They also nerfed his uh, the V ability on his helix, I believe. Yes, the uh, <laughs> I think it's called the snare spread, which turns his bolus snare into well, you said it, and I said it. That's how we call it. It's the, it turns it into a V. It shoots mm-hmm. out in three different directions: one straight in front, and then like you know, twenty degrees left, twenty degrees right, and a nice big V. So the damage on that from, I think each bola did 50% damage. Now they're dropping it down to 40. Again, I think just so it's not so abusable. But then they said they did widen the spread a little bit more too to kind of make up for that. Nerf the damage a touch, but widened it. So that way you've got a better range. Mm -hmm. So I don't know. I think that one equals out. That one's not that bad. Yeah, that's not that bad either. I don't think it affects too much. So Mm -hmm. yeah. What else do we have in that little mini one? Anything? Uh, They had one thing and... Again, this was something I was surprised by because I didn't see this mini hotfix hot fix patch, whatever you want to call it. Uh, on PS4, the versus queues are just, there's only quick match now. That's all. And I, I jumped in. I was like, oh, I want to play an incursion. I was like, bloop, uh, quick match. Hey, I want to play face-off. I want to play incursion. I wanted to, oh, all right, well, 
I mean, I guess that's just what they needed to do. But Yeah, I, I know they've been talking about it quite a bit, and they said that yeah. they would make those adjustments if needed. But I did see several commenters state they were pretty upset about it because, you know, some of them don't like incursions. Some of them don't have time for incursion. Uh, yeah, that's true. You know, and they get on and, oh, well, hey, what happens? What gets picked if it's incursion? Incursion. And there mm-hmm. they are stuck in a mode that they either, A, don't like it at all, or B, or mm-hmm. don't have time to play. So, you know, some people were a little upset about it, but it comes down to what people are doing, what people are playing, and yeah. making sure that matches get put together in a timely manner. Otherwise, people just get mad and leave, and then you get no matches. I was going to say, I'd much rather play a mode I didn't want to play than not play at all when I'm trying to play versus. Precisely. The hope, of course, is that, uh, you know, numbers pick up and this mm-hmm. whole, you know, shtick comes on. We can start pulling out some of the matches into the queue again and keep moving yeah, forward. That's what we're hoping, Eric. So that was pretty much it for the secret battle plan. There was nothing nothing big in it. It was literally just that little hot fix and uh, the telling you that the queue has changed. So moving on to this week at Gearbox... We've got ourselves a wonderful announcement from Randy Pitchford stating that December 1st, the day before you're listening to this, so this is in the past now. (laughs) The day we're recording. Exactly. The day ago, present us doesn't know what future us is going to know when we're listening to this. Yes. So you're all going to already know the news unless you don't follow or care. Exactly. However, <laughs> I'm going to tweet it out later when we find it. Exactly. So it's already going to be news. Uh, but anyways, he said December 1st, there's a big announcement for Gearbox. Mm-hmm. Everybody's presuming it's going to be a new game or something that they're working on. Yeah. Because obviously, since it wasn't announced during the day, it's going to be announced at the Game Awards, which take place mm-hmm. tonight as we're recording. Well, a little bit after, I mean, a little bit before recording, right? Yes. I hate it. It's time. after we record time this. Time is so stupid. <laughs> oh, my God. I don't know time. Time's a circle, man. It, everything's happening now. That's right. But it's not happening now. I don't know what's happening. <laughs> Anyways, it'll be over. You guys will know. We'll go ahead and tweet it out. There's going to be yes. something fantastic and shiny and new in the Gearbox world, and we're looking forward to it. At least, I mean, we're assuming it's at the Game Awards, because, I mean, at this point, we haven't heard anything, and that's the only thing going on right now, so. Well, he'd be a complete liar, though, if he didn't. I mean, do you honestly think Randy Pitchford would just post, I've got a great announcement December 1st, and then just not do it? I mean, you never know. I mean, <laughs> that's true. You don't. <laughs> you don't. Uh, he might go live on Periscope and, and, you know, Periscope it out randomly from his house. <laughs> Maybe he was drunk that night. And <laughs> I've got an announcement. <laughs> He's drinking too many butt stallions over at Nerdvana Coffee yeah. and Spirits. Oh, and- man. I saw that thing, and oh, it looks good. Mm-hmm. And then Joe uh, said something about that Mad Moxie drink, and I was like, man, God, I need to go uh, to Texas. That's right. Field trip. Field trip. Someday. Someday. We'll get there. Someday. Over the rainbow. So, yeah, hopefully everybody's looking forward to the announcement, and mm-hmm. uh, you know, we'll tell you what it is as soon as we know. Fire up the speculation machine real quick. What do you think it is? Oh, hang on. We got we to gotta come up with something here, man. We're wow. going into conjecture land, Matt. Anything you or I say here cannot be used against us in the future. I like how you're making like you're winding up an old film projector. Yeah. Like, ooh. <laughs> <laughs> in the silent era, Charlie Chaplin did the hoo-doo-doo-doo. <laughs> like, <laughs> what's wrong with you? <laughs> A lot. <laughs> Do you want to know? <laughs> oh, I know, I know. Oh, gosh. 
So anyway, off into conjecture land. All right. What do you think it's going to be? I am pretty convinced that we're going to see Brothers in Arms. I uh, Actually, I'm lying. I'm lying. It's going to be something to do with Duke Nukem. Yeah. Because he posted that pic, and the individual is saying something about, hey, what are we doing? And then Randy was like, oh, if you like that, you're like this. <laughs> this is very informative, Eric. <laughs> I wasn't ready. I forgot who said it. It was the, you know, the picture with Duke Nukem's face printed to it or whatever. Yeah. So in case nobody saw <laughs> this picture. I didn't think we were going to do any conjecture land, so I wasn't ready for that. Randy Pitchford was saying that he got an angry email from someone complaining about Gears of War 4 ranked matches and that, hey, hey, we don't even do Gears of War, blah, blah, blah. And then someone responded to that with a picture from Gears of War of, like, somebody getting knifed in the face, and they put Duke Nukem's <laughs> face on the knifer's face. Getting and knifed in the face. That's that's wonderful. I mean, that's what he was. He was the mm, knifer. They true. put Duke's face on his face. Yes. So, come on. <laughs> Always goes back to face off. It always goes back. To face off. <laughs> how, how could it well, not? We put my face on your face. <laughs> yes, because my ultimate goal is to put my face on your face. I know, but I just say. <laughs> put your face on the wall. Yeah. Put my face on your face. Oh, goodness. So basically all signs point to Duke Nukem. I don't see any other viable options since that mm-hmm. whole string of events took place. It just seems pretty clear cut to me. Yeah, I definitely agree with that. Just because he was like, oh, if you like that thing that you just did, you're going to love this announcement. And I'm like, well, you wouldn't be like, hey, man, if you love a Duke Duke, I'm stabbing a dude, you'll really love Brothers in Arms. I mean, it's just just wouldn't. Doesn't make sense. Just wouldn't happen. Yeah, I'm definitely putting my money on some kind of Duke Nukem type property as well. Although, like I said last episode or the other episode, I really love Brothers in Arms, so I'd really just love to hear at least just, you know, screenshots, give me a trailer for a new Brothers in Arms, tell me you're working on it, I would love it. But like you said, I'm betting on Duke, something with Duke. Well, yeah, and it also makes sense here that they just ramped him back up with the collector's edition, and yeah. they had everybody together in one room. Mm. Well, what do you do when you have your voice actor there and ready to go? Well, you say, mm. well, hey, now that you're here for this collector's edition, oh, by the way, we're going to do a whole new franchise or a whole new game, so how about you go ahead and do more recording for us. Or reverse, hey, since you're here for this game anyway, why don't you re-record all your old Duke lines and we'll throw it in the, sp- the spruced up version that we're going to toss And get everybody there. back on Duke Nukem and loving mm-hmm. it and et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. And get the, bing, get the nostalgia juices flowing so mm-hmm. that when we announce this, we're like, oh, yeah, I just blew up a bunch of pig cops and I'm going to do it even more here. I kind of went a little southern there. I'm sorry. Yeah, it's Okay. <laughs> Sorry to all our southern friends. We've both lived in the south for years, so... That's true, actually. There's a little claim to that, I guess, uh, Uh we can take. Now, I gotta say, too, do you think it's gonna be a traditional first-person Duke? Because with that whole Gears comment, it immediately started me thinking, you know, third-person, story kind of mode, and all this other weird stuff, but it'd be just strange to do that? I was gonna say, I mean... Duke has either been a side-scroller or he's been first-person, you know, goofy shooter. Like, if you were, like, third-person Duke, A is weird. But, like, giving him, like, a story, like, a story story, I I don't know. How about this? Since it was a Gears of War type thing, maybe some kind of, like, Duke deathmatch, some kind of multiplayer Duke, multiplayer shoot-em-up arena, something like that. No way. I've got it. You go old school. You go 2D Duke, Uh and you do Duke and Duke. 
So it's a co-op, same time, same screen, Contra style. Mm-hmm. And they're just constantly, if you got two players, I'm do kicking ass. I'm do kicking ass. I'll kick your ass. I like you know, this idea. Oh, my God. The banter could just be fantastic. And then <laughs> to boot, you're talking old, you know, Contra slash Castlevania mm. style play, which is oh, yeah. my favorite. It's my weak spot, you know. Oh, just, uh-huh. I love all them games. See, the only thing wrong with that would be you and I would boot up Duke and Duke. And then we would drink a bunch of beers, and we would make no progress whatsoever. Because we'd no, be so. a laughing at the Dukes, laughing at each other, and then b we would be drunk and horrible and die a million times and get nowhere. It'd be amazing every time I push you into a pit and you die or something. Oh, uh-huh. God bless! So there you go. That would be really good. Yeah, I like that. Even though it's too late, and you know we're gonna already know tomorrow. Gearbox, if <laughs> no, this is no. not rescind it. your announcement and make Duke and Duke. <laughs> This is it. Duke and Duke, man. That's how you come back with Duke. Duke right. and Duke. Red Duke and Blue Duke. I was just going to say, one has the red tank top and the blue jeans, and one has the red jeans and the blue tank top. Exactly. Oh, yeah. And the one with the red pants has leather pants, because you've got to have go. leather pants if you're going to wear red. Yeah, yeah. You definitely do. Oh, my God. That'd just be amazing. That's it. That's perfect. Boom. We did it. We did Solved it. You're welcome, problem. Gearbox. Yep. Thanks for the money. Yep, thanks for the money. All the invisible imaginary money. <laughs> oh, so are we all done with Conjecture Land? I think, th- I think we're done with all right, the speculation on. machine. <laughs> do, 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 do. Back in the real world with real... Stop projector. <laughs> Could you at least like row us down the, row us down the Conjecture River to Conjecture Land? Oh, or? I guess. Oh, here I we go. Row it. down the Speculation River to Conjecture Land. Woo! <laughs> There you go. Speculation River into Conjecture Land. Perfect. <laughs> you heard it here, boys and girls. That is our new thing. Oh, my goodness. That is, I like it. That is terrible. I Maybe like Danny can find like some ore sounds. Going down the river to Conjecture Land. Perfect. Because it lets everybody know we're going into a place that, hey, you can't quote us on anything. I want you coming back saying, third shift made our expectations this high and they let us down. No. <laughs> No. No one should believe anything we say. That's That's true. (laughs) That's true. Oh, man. So, we're back in the real world, Matt. We're back in the real world. We're back. We're back at This Week at Gearbox. That's right. We've announced that Randy Pitchford's got something for us. Mm -hmm. And as far as we know, there's nothing else happening besides the new battle plan, right? That's right. All right, well, let's dig into it and keep trucking. So starting off with the new battle plan, they said that a lot of people have been jumping on Battleborn for the first time because of Black Friday sales, all that kind of jazz. Even Howard has been playing Battleborn, which I never thought in a million years would happen. No, so oh we've we've gone down the weird-ass river into Bizarro World. That's yeah. that's where we've gone this time. I'm very strange, and I'm, I'm very worried. Not strange. I am very strange. You are very I'm strange also and worried. Very worried. And worrisome. <laughs> Basically, you were stating that because of Black Friday deals, there's a lot more people on Battleborn. Yep. We don't know how many, but hey, I'm glad. I hope more and more and more and more and more come. Yep, absolutely. That's amazing. That is amazing, and I'm very stoked to hear that we got some new players on board. Mm-hmm. And they said because of that, because you know people who might have missed the boat the first time around, I know we initially did, they threw up a bunch of, uh, a bunch of old trailers from back when they first launched the game, kind of explaining who the Battleborn are, why they're out there, what they're doing. So I think there were three different ones at the top of the battle plan, I believe. So just you know, kind of recapping 
all those new players on what's going on. And they had a link, too, that you could follow to the website. Speaking of websites, quick side note, this is for you guys, Gearbox, anybody that's listening. Mm-hmm. Hey, I'd love it if that battle plan could be up there as soon as you guys have it uh, ready to roll. Because, mm-hmm. man, oh, man, I check that bad boy every Thursday, waiting and rolling, and, of course, I'm disappointed every week and got to go find it in the forums. Oh, sad, Eric. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I agree. It doesn't affect me that much, but, you know, it's battleborn.com. It's your main page. Just toss it up there. Have it have it all work together. It'd be nice. Yeah. So, anyways, back to the main thing. Uh, they've got a link for those videos, plus there's a whole bunch of other videos and how to plays and whatnot on the main battle oh, yeah. page webpage. So anybody that's new to the game, new to listening to us, all that, Mm. hey, go check that out. There's a lot of good information there, and they've got all sorts of other links to individuals who put out good material yes, uh, yes. supporting Battleborn. So it's basically a nice little one-stop shop to get you going. Then jumping over the hot fixes that they mentioned from last week, we got the community spotlight. And in this, no specific community members listed, but they showed off a lot of Battleborn Day stats, like... You know, number of minions killed during Battleborn Day, number of, you know, sentries killed, number of shards collected, all kinds of crazy stats. I mean, just crazy, crazy numbers in this. So, yeah, it was definitely cool to see all these stats and that they do track it and that they can track it. I thought that was pretty awesome. Yeah, it was just fun to look at, seeing that there was a billion, built billions of shards consumed. And, mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, I was like, oh, man. Like, what, nine... <clears throat> Was it like 9 million thrall or 8 million thrall? Something, mm, something like, that. like that. And then they, they tracked how many ships destroyed via runs through the friendship raid. Mm-hmm. I thought that was pretty awesome. Yeah, that was pretty cool. But it was a whole bunch of just fun little stats, you know, things to show you that there was a lot of people on playing. They had uh, legendaries that were uh, received during that time. and mm-hmm. So definitely check that out. Pretty fun. And uh, the big one, the big, big, big news. Uh-oh. Oh, man. Here it is. It's coming. Next week. Next week. 5 p.m. Eastern Time. To 7 p.m. Eastern Time. They are going to have, and by they I mean Alyssa, Randy Varnell, and Grant are going to have a stream. Oh, boy. And not just any stream. A very, very important stream with all sorts of secret information that we don't know. And you know what this calls for, Matt? Oh, don't take us down the river again. This calls for a towing down the speculation river. Going on to Conjecture Land. No, not again. That's right, boys and girls. We're back in Conjecture Land. Oh, my goodness. What? Matt, what could this two-hour special stream with super major important updates be all about? I think that's the major key. Is they oh major key? <laughs> I think I think that's the key. Is that they specifically say it's a major update for Battleborn? People have been assuming that that means like a lot of you know patches, balance changes, and all that stuff. But if you remember from last time, I mean the last time they had a big change like that, they kind of wheeled it out and like announced it bit by bit there were you know over the course of a couple weeks so i don't think it's that and i have one other thing i think it could possibly be but i think it's too early for that so i don't i don't know you're you're not giving us anything for conjecture lane huh <laughs> that's a great conjecture matt <laughs> i conjecture nothing well see i conjectured that it's not just balance changes okay so you're going to very vague good job all right. Well, I don't want to be the one who says it. I want you to I'm say, gonna it. say it. I'm going to say it. Eric will say it. All right. <clears throat> I, I think now is the time 
that you announce your free-to-play trial edition. And on top of announcing that, yeah. you spice things up. You say, hey, but everybody, here's why this is important. Here's why this is awesome. And not only do you do that, you offer bonuses to players that uh, bought the game, etc. And then you also state not only that, but you say, oh, and also our new PvP mode is almost ready to go. Oh, there you go. So then everybody can go, well, yay, this is kind of, I don't know what to think. You know, more people playing, but oh, some people get to play for free, and I bought the game. But that's okay, because you love the game, and you support the game. Now, see, how about this? I, I didn't want to go down that conjecture lane, because I didn't want to be like, oh, yeah, they're totally going to announce it right now. How about this? It's a demo of what you can expect however many months down the road. Oh. These are the pieces we have in motion now. What do you guys think about it? Let us know, you know, does this entice you? Does this whet your appetite for our, our free trial mode? And then help us build this, you know, help us add on to this. Give us, give us your feedback. How can we make this better? How can we make this better for new players? How can we make it more enticing for you guys who've been here from the start? That Ooh, kind Get of the thing. community in on it so they don't mm-hmm. feel like they're being robbed or taken advantage of or anything negative. Yeah, they could be like, hey, here's what we're thinking about doing in March when we drop this seriously, versus just, hey, here it is. This is what it's going to be like two weeks from now. That's why I was hesitant to say it. I don't think it would be that soon, but -hmm. I could definitely see them doing something like, here's what we have in place. How do you think we should build this, build it out, build it better, adjust it, tweak it here and there? Well, I like that because then, then it's a roadmap more or less, with the yeah, option yeah. of feedback in between. So mm-hmm. from here till March, this is what we'd like to do. Here's what we want to do in these parts and steps. Uh, what are you guys thinking? Or is everybody on board? And then, of course, they'll get comments and feedback and know mm-hmm. whether or not that's going to drive people up a wall or go bananas. So I like, I like that. You know, And the yeah. other option is that they finally introduce ranked play, but I just don't see it. I don't see it. I want to see it. Yeah. But I'm not sure. Maybe not ranked play, but maybe the, uh, like, a pick-and-ban draft mode. Because mm-hmm. I could see, you know, the game is kind of MOBA-based. But if you haven't come from a MOBA and you don't understand what that's about, I could see them doing a big two-hour stream about that. Here's what a draft mode is. Here's what picks and bans mean. You know, here's how that works. And then, you know, showing off more than just a couple runs through, but, like, you know... Oh, we know Grant is really good with Pendles or whoever, so we know he's on that other team, so we're going to ban him, blah, 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 blah. Kind of laying out that groundwork, which would be the groundwork for a ranked system, because you Mm -hmm. have to have one before you can have the other. Very true. Yeah, I agree. And I agree that uh, that one would come first, obviously, so Mm -hmm. that makes sense. And once again, it could tie into what you're saying is... This will be to lay out a roadmap for all these things, yep. and then you can give feedback on what you'd like to see, what you don't like, et cetera, mm-hmm. et cetera. Yeah. Bam. Hey, you know what? I think we nailed it. Maybe. In conjecture land. We're in conjecture land, boys and girls. We, we, put, up, we put up our roadmap in conjecture land. That's right. Now, if that becomes their roadmap, then who knows? Hey, that's right. But expect nothing and believe nothing we say. Because this is conjecture land. Exactly. We need we need conjecture land theme song. We need to make a friend who could play a flute. Who be like, <laughs> oh my god, that would be like some Hobbit tune to conjecture land. Oh gosh. So I'm interested to hear what our listeners think. You know, why not? Let's get some wild speculation out there just to have fun and keeping it fun. 
Come join us. Join us in Conjecture Land. That's right, everybody. Join us in Conjecture Land. But I just want to stress, it's for having fun. Don't get your expectations up. Don't think that any of this is gospel. Mm. Yeah, we know nothing, so it's just just for funsies. All right. I just want to make that very clear since we're going to start having this thing where, you know, every once in a while we hop on that boat and row down to Conjecture Land. Mm -hmm. That's right. So we want to hear what you guys think. Let us know, you know, Twitter, Facebook, email, all that good stuff mm-hmm. on what you think this two-hour special announcement is going to be all about. So just to reiterate, that is going to be next Thursday on the 8th of December from 5 p.m. Eastern to 7 p.m. Eastern at twitch.tv slash gearboxsoftware. All right. So we're rowing our boats out of Conjecture Land. Farewell. And now we're back in the real world. Back in the real world. And in the real world... There was also another issue that I have that I mm. want to talk about. Okay. Right after I say that you can win a mega code if you tune in next week to that special two-hour stream. But you have to be following Gearbox on Twitch. That's Otherwise, true, you will not be eligible for this code. And they also mentioned make sure to bring your questions because this is going to be a Twitch stream you don't want to miss. See, that, that just says to me that it's roadmap time. That's I agree. Bring you know your what? questions. Bam. Well, we're going to find out. What does this mean? Where are we going? Well, yep. we'll teach you, Sonny. Exactly. So the, the other part of this wonderful week I wanted to bring up, and mm. it's been over the course of these last two weeks, is me and you have razzle-dazzled, bedazzled our brains and gone over Toby's friendship freaking raid a billion oh, yeah. times yes looking at every crevice and corner and nook that i didn't want to see a toby's friendship raid <laughs> until i don't even know what it is but a bunch of random colors anymore yeah i've i've played so many different characters in so many different combinations i ran through it as marquee you ran through it as someone someone horrible who you were awful with trying to zoom in and sneak a peek sneak peeks jumps and all sorts of random crap trying to look off into the ether maybe you know for an 18th of a second maybe i'll see something no it's just the same damn thing i saw the last time i ran through here maybe it's on the wing this time no it's not it's still not maybe i'm gonna be benedict and jump over the thing i can't jump on the thing i remember that from last time and what are we talking about we're talking about that freaking borderlands 3 easter egg that no one has found. Not a single person. What is going on here? We're in week four of this and no one has found it? Yeah, I can't believe it. This is impossible. Where's Mental Mars when you need him? He's off making bread, man. God, we enough with the bread, unless you're going to send me some sourdough. (laughs) I need you to to find that dang Borderlands 3 Easter egg. It's eating me up inside. It's tearing away at my brain. I was even on Reddit today, and I never go on Reddit, and that was one of the things on the front page. Hey, where's that Easter egg? And there was one reply going, oh, I don't know. Yeah. Somebody find it. Somebody find it. There's All right, I'm going to give another hint that I think I mentioned when we were trying to throw out ideas last time. Yeah. There's a UPR door in that last stretch mm-hmm. that has a monitor next to it that doesn't light up like all the other monitors. It's yes. dead. There's a door to nothing and a dead monitor. That is the only spot I can think of, but I have tried to speed run to it. I've tried to be UPR characters and get to yeah. it and open it and jump around it and do all sorts of willy-nilly with it. I don't know. And, I, and you know, when you, when you look at something so long, it becomes nothing. 
And I'm at that point. I don't know what to look at anymore because everything's just blending together. Like I said, everything is the same as the last times I played it. Like, nothing stands out anymore. Mm-hmm. Just It's all just one big blur. So, all the listeners out there, please, you guys and gals, take a day off. Mm-hmm. Take three hours off. Get in there. Give it your best. Give it your all. Because I'm sure if some of you get in there and do that, someone's bound to find it. Oh, yeah. There's going to be somebody. Have to. Yeah. It's impossible yeah. not to. Mm-hmm. That many eyeballs in an area, something's going to be seen. So I encourage you, please get out there, take a peek, and if you do find it, let us know. Post it up, get the, get it out in the forums, let us know so we can get it out there so everybody knows. Because I really want to know what this dang Easter egg is and where yeah. it's at. Because holy cow, did they do a good job this mm-hmm. time. They're all laughing in their seats, thinking this is the funniest thing ever. While I'm over here stressing out, I can't eat. I'm losing pounds. No, you're not. Which is probably good because I'm a fat man. You're not. You're not losing pounds. Man, no I'm making way. a no. story up over here. You're, you're stress eating. <laughs> you're gaining even more weight. Dang it! Your relatives' grandma isn't even going to know who you are anymore. They're like, stop that fat man at the door. I don't know a fat man that fat. <laughs> He's not married to my grandchild. <laughs> is that a sumo wrestler? Is he from Japan? <laughs> Like Player X. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. oh, there it is. Oh, that's oh Player X nut shot. Bam. Bam. Got him. So, yeah, that I wanted to throw that out there. Yeah. Uh, you know, I just don't know why it hasn't been found yet. And I've been trying. So I want oh, all yeah. you to try so I can stop trying. Yeah, I really want to just be able to buzz <laughs> through it without looking at anything anymore. I just want to play it and have fun. But instead, it's just this parasite that's eating away at me. I can't. Mm-hmm. It's I too know. bad. You know what? And we talked about talking about this. So uh, the CEO uh, 2K had uh, a shareholder meeting, and you know he talked about how uh, Evolve and Battleborn were you know disappointments in sales, sales wise. Um, and you know he said basically that they they tried to market it and it didn't work out and blah blah blah. But mm-hmm. in a nutshell, he was kind of covering his butt and 2K's butt. Yeah. And making sure that the shareholders wanted to keep putting money into them so everybody could keep making games. Yeah. And, you know, and a lot of people got really upset and were like, oh, you know, Battleborn's dead. They're not going to support it anymore. They're done with it. Mm -hmm. And perhaps that's true. Maybe. I hope not. But Randy Varnell did come on to the forums and he posted. He said, hey, listen, this is a CEO talking to shareholders. Yeah. He's he's moving, grooving, jiving, saying what he's got to say. To make sure they keep getting money to keep making games. Yeah, I mean you have to you have to put these kind of statements out there to keep your investors' confidence up. I've heard that that game didn't do real good. Oh yeah, but we we can push through that kind of thing. We've got all these other strong franchises here. You know that was an exception to the rule. Blah 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 blah. Doesn't necessarily mean that he's you know digging in there on the you know the operations level going all right you're going to stop doing this and you're going to do that instead and you're going to blah 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 mm-hmm. just kind of like you know to me it kind of rang as just this is these are just the kind of things you say when you're a CEO and there's like I'm like we said quote fingers disappointments i know it's a touchy subject it's not something you want to you know you don't want to delve into it we mm-hmm. love battleborn we love gearbox we love everything yeah. they do you know except for colonial marines i've never played it so i can't yeah. judge it i but we don't talk about it. It never happened. Yeah, that's right. But we love most everything that Gearbox has done. And we love yeah. the guys and gals over at Gearbox. Bunch of great mm-hmm. people. But it it did strike me as a little irritating, you know, the whole the marketing strategy thing. 
You know, they said, oh, yeah. we, we know how to market games. And, you know, and we did that. You know, we we can market through, you know, a hiccup or a bad game or a whatever. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, you know, it's well known that they didn't market Battleborn appropriately. You know, yeah. it's it's docu it's well documented. It's it's known in the community. So that part was just a little irritating. I ain't gonna lie. I was like, oh come on, you did not market that the way you should have. Ugh. And especially on you know on a personal front, the example he used was, oh you know, our last year's WWE 2K game wasn't that well received, but we got good sales. It's like, well yeah, that's the only wrestling game that's on the market, so it's gonna get good sales. Just like Madden's gonna sell well, no matter how bad or good it is. It's the only football game out there. I don't know. To me, that, that part really kind of rang hollow, especially considering what people have said about how they did market the game. And, mm-hmm. you know, I don't watch a lot of media. You know, I don't go on a lot of websites. So I didn't, see, I didn't see any marketing for it. So I don't know if it was done poorly or, I mean, even at all at this point. Well, precisely, though, Matt, that you said it all. You didn't see anything for it. Yeah. Now, what did you see for, we speak of it very little, and I hate to mm-hmm. even say it, but Overwatch. You saw Overwatch, didn't you? Yeah, and and even now it's on like half of the websites I visit. Everywhere, it's yeah, it's just it's oof, in your oof, face. Oof, oof, oof. Literally, no matter what you do, I would say if you hey, if you'd done that to this game, who knows? Mm-hmm. It might be different. However, I don't want to go into conjecture lane on that no, because no. we're in this world. It's over. Let's put the canoe away. Come exactly, on. it's over for the day. So what I want to kind of get away with is that yeah, that message was kind of blah, not so great. But take it with a grain of salt. It's just a man with a lot of money in his pocket who wants to keep the money in his pocket. Yeah. And he's talking to other people with more money in their pockets who are hesitant to give him that money. And he has to make sure they want to give him that money. Simple as that. He's got to say what he needs to say to get the money. So I wouldn't put too much into it. And if Randy Varnell comes out and says, hey, guys, don't worry that much about it, I would trust Randy Varnell and not worry too much about it. Yeah, I would put... More faith into what Randy Varnell, Randy Pitchford, any of the Gearbox people actually say versus someone who is not just their boss, but like two steps up from that. Mm-hmm. Just like if the president of my company says something, it doesn't really affect me. He's so far removed from where, where I am. Yeah, that unless it's some huge blanket statement that they're shutting down or yeah. whatnot, it's not going to really roll downhill to you. I guess what I'm trying to say is trust the people who have their hands on it versus the people like two, three, four, five steps up from that. Mm-hmm. You know, going into conjecture land is fun, but going down the rabbit hole of... Bad news bears. Exactly. Sad banana land, mm-hmm. that kind of stuff. Don't go down that hole. Exactly. Stay positive, play the game, promote the game if you enjoy it, and get people on board. Yep. With that, let's get on to something happy, I think. Let's let's go to the what? It's time for the mailbag. do 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 this edition of the mailbag is brought to you from our friend Sean Haggerty at 10K Beers on Twitter. We put out a call for mailbag questions, mailbag requests. He responds with, Phoebe, help. Just need to complete Add an Excess Lore Challenge. Even with skill damaged gear, I can't seem to get 1800 damage. Please advise. Eric, would you please advise? Well, by God's, I will. In fact, I think we'll both advise. But here, yes. here's one strategy you can take, Sean. Go ahead. Pick Phoebe as a character. What? Surprise! <laughs> Shame. L- load up Void's Edge. Now, when you're in the character select screen, go ahead and put on a shield max item. Go ahead and put on a skill damage item. And then go ahead and put on another shield max and or skill damage item. After you do that, 
you want to go ahead and as you're leveling, make sure you're getting all your shards, killing all the bad guys, going through Void's Edge, level up. Every skill that buffs skill damage, take it. Every damage that buffs the blade rush, take it. And in particular, you want to make sure that you choose the recharge shield rate and the higher shield, obviously. And then you also want to make sure you choose the skills, two skills. One, the one where Blade Rush goes ahead and explodes and damages nearby enemies. Take that. And then also in the very next to last, I believe it is, uh, number nine for Phoebe, Mm -hmm. make sure you take the adds damage from your shield into Blade Rush's damage. Yes. Get what I'm saying here? All right. So you're going to have a huge shield. And Blade Rush is now going to take a portion of said shield and add that to the damage. And then your damage is also going to explode and do more damage to nearby enemies. Cool beans, following me? Great. Go all the way to the end where the boss is. Start fighting said boss. Now when the boss sucks you up into the void, once you're in the void, kill all the marksmen. Once all the marksmen are dead, kite all the skulks around until they're all in a big old jumbly bunch. It doesn't have to be super tight. But it needs to be tight. Once you've done that, jump into the air and poke your little blade right in the middle and hit your blade rush ability. Now, you want to do this when your shield is up. Hence why I said take the shield recharge upon phase gating. Because if it's not full, you can just phase gate up and it will obviously become full. And then blade rush into the center of that pack. And I promise you, it will give you the antidendix. Because I have done it, as you have seen. Matt? Don't you have one that might be a little bit easier? I was going to say from one where you have to find a whole pack of enemies, in my strategy, you only got to find three. Now I'll give you the breakdown of how I did this. So what I did is, you know you're going to need skill damage for this. So I picked Phoebe and I made a loadout with just a plain skill damage item, a shard generator that has skill damage on it, and then I grabbed the Arya's Encore, which will give you up to plus 20% skill damage based on your ops points. And I went into Atticus and Thrall Rebellion. I figured, well, you know, I can, I can slow and, you know, CC a bunch of enemies, Thralls, hit them in the back, see if that does enough damage. It didn't, but I was running around, you know, I got to the point where the two MX bots come down, and there's all the boom bots running around. And, you know, I'm looking at the MX bots, I'm trying to hit them in the back, two boom bots run up in my face and start going, so I shot out my blade rush just in panic mode, and it hit them, and they exploded, and the numbers were... 766 and 766. So you do exactly what Eric said. Every single level that can buff your blade rush, buff that. Every single level that can buff your skill damage, buff that. Take your skill damage items. And you go into that that two MX bot area. It's kind of hard to get three boom bots in that. Because two will come down and you have to like, you would have to get it, grab them right away so they don't run to Atticus. But in the next area, after Atticus opens the door and starts, you start going up the stairs, there's one place where three boombots spawn in. So all you got to do is you know, run in a little circle around them until there's three and they're standing right there. Boom, hit them with Blade Rush, you'll get it instantly. I mean, you don't even need all that much skill damage, but as long as you're doing 600 to each one, there it is. There's your 1,800. Bam. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, it's nice and easy. You can do it solo. You don't have to worry a lot in that. Story up, real quick and easy, bam, bam, bam. So there you go. There's two options for you, Sean, to make sure you get that. And I want to have two side notes here. First and foremost, mm-hmm. uh, I found mine online. Uh, it was through a video 
by I believe it was uh, Left Strafe, but he had found it through an individual on Reddit. So just want to make sure that you know everybody knows I didn't think of that myself, but I did go find it. I went and did it myself personally, made sure and confirmed it worked, and it does. So there's an option. And I will say, you know, not to be braggadocious, even though I always am, mm-hmm. but I went and did that one all on my own. I had no idea that Boombots took crazy skill damage. I think as I looked it up later, they said they take like... 10 times skill damage. So if you hit them with a skill, they're dead, like, basically. But I was just going through trying to find any enemy that took real good damage, and then, like I said, a boom, stumbled upon it. It was totally totally an accident. Then I figured, well, you just round up one more, and boom, you got it. Awesome. So that's a pro tip from the pro map. Oh, Jesus. Oh, yeah. Oh, I thought we'd get away. But I want to say our buddy Joe Zoes tried to call himself Joe Pro. And he did his Kanye best to pull a Kanye West oh, on us. Man. He just jumped all over us on Twitter and gave our buddy Sean and all of us a, uh, a little heads up like two days before we were recording this. Jozo's has a strategy that I did find online after you know I worked mine out. He said that uh, you know skill damage items buff your stuff up. He says if you play the experiment and you get that boss who jumps around and spawns you know enemies all around him. One of his, or at least a couple of his, will be a whole bunch of boombots. So you get three boombots running at you, you hit one, it explodes the next, it explodes the next, boom, there you go. It's basically, you know, my strategy, but in a different map. But on a story mode, precisely. And then the other one that I've heard that I saw in a thread, but I haven't done it specifically, is apparently you go into the saboteur, and there is a a Varelsi Skulk Menagerie, I think it's called. It's basically just a giant skulk with a bunch of little skulks hanging off of it. And apparently if you can headshot that, get a critical on it with your, you know, with your blade rush, it counts as getting a critical on like 12 different skulks. Okay. So the damage scales like that. So you get crazy amounts of damage just for one shot in the face of this giant menagerie. Mm-hmm. So apparently that will sure work Sure fire away right there. So bam. Yeah. A lot of ways to get Phoebe's Anodenix lore challenge. So yeah, there you go. That's, that's the mailbag. That's more mailbag than you thought you I know, right? Four different strats. Woo! God, dang, we're good. We really are good. Yes, indeed. Oh, but I think that uh, will close it up right about, huh? Yeah, that'll wrap up the mailbag. So if you guys want to send us any questions, any comments, any suggestions, you can email us at info at thirdshift.me. We're on Twitter at thirdshiftme. That's thirdshiftme. And you can find us on Facebook under Third Shift. Hey, and as always... We love you guys out there, all you guys and gals. Thank you for listening. We appreciate it. And we also want to mention that we do have a Patreon up, and that is just precisely what we always say it is, a tip jar. If you'd like to go ahead and leave a tip, that would be awesome. And speaking of that, our old boy Sean Haggerty Mm. was our newest tip giver, and we want to go ahead and give a shout-out. We thank you very much. We appreciate it. And we, yep, you know, we love what we're doing, and we're going to keep doing it. And, you know, those tips mm-hmm. just motivate us and let us know that you guys do indeed enjoy the content we're putting out, and we'll continue to do so. Yep, absolutely. And speaking of continuing to do so, we'll be back next Friday, the 9th of December, for our next episode. You can catch the show on iTunes, on Stitcher, on Podomatic, where we've always been. We're up, we upload to YouTube. We're on Google Play Music. We're all over the place, so... If you like what we're doing, please give us a like, a follow, or a subscription on any one of those platforms because we really appreciate that too. That's right. So as always, thank you guys for listening. And don't forget to to save. save.
Shut up and sit down.